All right, welcome to the You Don't Know Mojack show. My name's Ryan. And my name's Brent. We are here to go through the SST catalog with you. So this is the formal introduction episode. We're going to give you a bit of uh, an introduction to what we're planning to do on the You Don't Know Mojack show. And the name itself kind of tells you uh, part of what we're going to do. We're, we're going to uh, go through the entire SST catalog from start to finish, starting with SST001, Nervous Breakdown, and that will be the next episode. There's been a lot written about the SST catalog. There's uh, lots of great books out there. There's uh, the Keith Morris book, Henry Rollins book, Joe, uh, Joe Carducci has a number of books. There's a, a another book coming out, hopefully in the near future, called The Blasting Concept. As far as we know, uh, we don't know of anyone undertaking something quite like this, where we're going in order and going to discuss the SST catalog. I don't know, Brent, have you ever heard of that before? Uh, I did a little Google search and I couldn't find anything. <laughs> so this is this is really a tribute. And first and foremost, we're fans. We're not going to know everything. We're not going to get everything right. But what's going to be really great about it for me, for one, is going to learn a lot about a label that I've always uh, really respected and followed. Just starting out uh, and looking into doing this podcast, it's amazing how much I really don't know. And there are dozens and dozens, probably over a hundred, probably over a couple of hundred releases on SST that I have never heard before. You know, some of it you hear about, and uh, doesn't have the best reputation, want to go into it with an open mind and maybe discover something new. Because we all know Black Flag, Minutemen, Husker Du, Screaming Trees, all these uh, great bands, uh, Dinosaur Jr., Sonic Youth, uh, who am I missing, Brent? Uh, Soundgarden. Well, you know, what I was, you know what I was thinking? Since we started talking about it, I've kind of stopped listening to anything in the SST catalog. And some of those albums, and a lot of the kind of ones you know, that aren't the, the huge ones, like say Zen Arcade or whatever, but some of the, the minor ones I really like also, and I routinely go back to, but I've stopped listening to all of that because I want to also listen to it in order and kind of listen to it differently, you know, more of, in more of an analytical way, I guess, since we're talking about the releases. I hear you. And I mean, it's funny you mentioned Zen Arcade because that's one that is, is mentioned, uh, most, most often people are talking about the SST catalog, but just to give, you know, another sense about how influential and important this label is, when they talk about, you know, the big three albums in 1984, there's Zen Arcade, Double Nickels on the Dime, and then of course the replacements Let It Be, but that's two out of three on this label. And that says something. And back back then, you know, there were definitely other labels out there. And that's and it's part of the reason I'm interested in doing this too, is just the concept of a label because I don't know about you, but you know, this, this kind of sounds a bit nostalgic, but back before the internet growing up in a small -er type of city, you used to just go on what, what label it was on, whether it was SST, but you know, there's discord, alternative tentacles, touch and go, you would just buy it on a whim and there would be word of mouth, of course, but SST was one of those ones where, you know, you could definitely count on getting your mind blown. You were not going to hear the same thing twice. That's yep. for sure. Well, with all those labels, you kind of knew what sound you were getting to a degree. Maybe not so much the case with SST. Like that, it certainly had its kind of core sound, uh, especially after, like, say, the first hundred releases or so. It's definitely very eclectic. 
Yeah, and I mean, even just in the span of the first five episodes, we're going to go, even in the first two, you're going to go from Black Flag to the Minutemen. Back then, both punk, but incredibly different, right? Yeah. And both of them also evolved incredibly over time. So, you know what else was really great about uh, SST is, uh, especially when you would get the albums, but when you got the CDs as well, where the inserts were really cool, especially and the catalogs. Back then, a lot of the labels would put out uh, the catalogs, and they were like hype catalogs, right? You know, the SST Superstore catalog, by the time I started getting into punk in SST, they had hundreds of releases in there. They were re-releasing stuff by Reflex Records, so re- and uh, re-releasing stuff uh, that the Descendants and Minutemen had already put out. So there was all sorts of incredible stuff in there that you could try and track down. Yeah, I think, Mike, some... I think Mike Watts sold New Alliance to Greg Ginn at some point. Yeah, so... I know. And I mean, when we get to those releases, we'll have to dig into that. Yeah. Um, but even you know, the catalogs would say, we're here to blast your concept or, or guns or records, the SST survival catalog, just like you could get any shirt, any sticker. And they had Raymond Pettibone, uh, zines. It even, I think they had some Rollins zines. So it was quite a mind blower back then. You know, they had almost like a multimedia and VHS tapes, you could also order from SST back then too. So uh, yeah, well, and we have a lot of that stuff. So we're we're gonna be hopefully posting some cool pics of like inserts and things like that, and some of the stuff we talk about on our social media pages. So we'll let you know when those are all up and running, and you can follow us. Hopefully, we'll have some cool content up there. We were talking. You mentioned earlier about kind of the aesthetic of the label or something like that, and I think really a lot of these bands came up in the hardcore scene they didn't like there was no like mohawks and leather and spikes none of like the dc hardcore scene there was a lot of hippies and stuff like that in the sst like crew and that's kind of what i find kind of fascinating about it is they kind of took punk as like the diy ethics of it and the uh, not giving a shit about commercial success and stuff like that but they really left a lot of the rest of it behind and uh, they took a lot of shit for it in punk circles for not being punk enough and a lot of them had heart, long hair and yeah just for growing hair yeah and and talked in interviews about listening to like the grateful dead and ZZ Top and you know a lot of the bands were like that and and you know Black Flag and their thrift store clothes you know that's kind of what I find fascinating about the label yeah and when we go through each release and look at the aesthetic of the label but also of each band as they progress will that'll be really cool too so what what are we going to go through in each episode we're going to start from the start and go as as far as we can through the releases. We're going to talk about certain aspects of each release. Well, so, well uh, some like, are going to be really short because there's a lot of compilations. We're not skipping anything. We're even doing the compilations, and a lot of the songs on there we'll we'll have already discussed. So, but we're also going to follow the progression of the label along with the releases and kind of where they were at, who was employed at the time by the label because they ended up taking on quite a few employees. At a certain point, the label just exploded. They got an influx of cash from a couple releases and just went apeshit on releases. We're going to be, I guess, discussing, along with the individual releases, kind of the history of the label at the same time. And also what some of the people ended up doing too, right? People who went out to other bands or other circles, because that's that's pretty 
there's a lot of interesting stories there too. Yeah, we might even go on some tangents about new releases involving the members or or whatever. And uh, the way we're going to structure the episodes is we're going to kind of talk about the history of the band involved, where the label's at, the actual release, little quirky things about it, where it was recorded, the songs on it. And then at some point, uh, when we get to the end, we're going to pick our favorite track off the release. We'll hopefully have a list, one of our social media platforms of all the tracks, and we're going to kind of create the ultimate SST compilation. And we might even have some... Yes, the ballot result, we're calling it. We may even, at some point, have the option where people can vote. Oh, I like that. Yeah, we'll put that out to the people. So, lots of cool stuff. That's the formal introduction. Uh, Next episode will be SST001, Nervous Breakdown. All right, stay tuned, and thanks for listening. (laughs) 